0: Hello, and welcome to the Eating Disorder Therapist podcast. This is a podcast to help you find peace with food and overcome disordered eating. And I'm Harriet Frew, aka the Eating Disorder Therapist, and I'm so excited to share with you all kinds of stories, tips, information, and guest interviews to help you find peace with food. So thank you so much for listening today. Now, today it's me, and I'm going to be talking all about change and how to really make change happen in eating disorder recovery. And this is inspired by a recent book I've been reading, which you'll be aware of if you follow my Instagram, which is Atomic Habits by James Clear. But before I jump into the episode, I wanted to just mention that I have an online course, 10 Steps to Intuitive Eating. It costs 99 pounds, but you can pay in three installments of 33 pounds if that's easier. So it's ideal for anyone who's listening, who's on the recovery road and has made some changes but is wanting more support to really elevate you to the next level. So I have used many of the skills and strategies that I use in my sessions when I do therapy with clients, and I've put this all into a course which has 29 lectures, 25 videos, and email support from me throughout. So what you're gonna get from this course is it really helps you firstly understand why you're struggling. It helps you get clear on your motivation for change, clear on your values, to really work through that ambivalence that is often present when you have an eating disorder. Helps you to learn to eat regularly and from all food groups, managing your hunger and fullness cues. Supports you in dealing with emotions without using food as the number one turn to. It helps you create a master mindset around food and eliminating that all or nothing thinking or negative beliefs that are holding you back supports you improving your body image, managing your relationship with exercise and learning self-compassion and finding that healthy balance between eating for pleasure and balancing health. So if you're interested, the link is below in the show notes and you can access the course via my website or alternatively, if you go to my Instagram bio and you can click on the link in the bio and it will take you through to a tab which will take you through to the course. So I hope that all makes sense. If that's not clear, do just send me a DM on Instagram and I will guide you through where to find it. So hope to see some of you there signing up. So I've got lots more guests coming up on the show through January and February, but this is an episode with me talking about James Clear's book, Atomic Habits, Tiny Changes, Remarkable Results. So you'll be able to tell from the title I am fully on board even from just reading the title because I really truly believe that it's all those little baby steps that add up and that really bring about the true and long lasting change. So James's book isn't specifically about eating disorder recovery, but I highly recommend it if you are an eating disorder recovery or if you're generally wanting to up level your life and create life improving habits and get rid of old ones that hold you back. So one thing James talks about is how we approach habit change and why this often doesn't lead to long-term results. So James talks about three layers of behavior change. So firstly, he talks about changing the outcome. So relating this to eating disorder recovery, it might be something like, I want to stop weighing myself every day. So we have a specific outcome or goal in mind there. Now the second layer in changing your process around change might be implementing a new system or a routine that helps with your change. So you might remove the weighing scales from the bathroom, you might journal instead of weighing yourself and you might create a new routine that replaces the old one. So firstly, he's talking about changing the outcome. So, you know, maybe like changing that weighing behavior. Secondly, he's talking about changing the process. So putting things in place that help you avoid that weighing behavior. However, the bit we often overlook in making behavior change is the third and most most crucial layer is changing your identity. So this is where the deep and lasting change occurs but it is often the one we overlook. Now this is often as well when we're working on identity it's about changing your self-image, your deepest beliefs and worldview and this is why it's quite hard to change because often our self-image, our deepest beliefs and our worldview come from when we were very young and that with those beliefs have quite deep roots. So in relating this to the weighing scales example, you may have historically held onto the notion and belief that you are worthy if you are a specific number on the scales or that the scales are going down. You may have a deep belief that your worth is strongly correlated with your weight and that you're only good enough if the scales are saying so. So if we're focusing on identity change around the weighing scales, This means really throwing out the old, outdated diet culture beliefs that your weight is your worth. So instead you're making this deep-rooted decision that you're worthy, free, lovable, spontaneous and good enough completely independently of the scales. You might still wish to value health and taking care of your body as part of your deepest beliefs and values but you begin to reject the scales, seeing them as a controlling and critical parent that you no longer wish to have. So when the weighing scales no longer fit with your new identity of being a more vibrant, free, loving self, you can see how it is much easier to genuinely part with them and to change the habit wholeheartedly from within and this change is much more likely to be long lasting and sustainable. So the ultimate form of intrinsic motivation is when a habit becomes part of your identity. So it's one thing to say, I'm the type of person who wants recovery, but it's another thing to say, I'm the type of person who is recovering. I'm in recovery. I'm kind of doing it now. So we're not just kind of like wanting it, thinking that it's some kind of future thing that we would like to kind of pursue. We're actually stepping into the new identity and thinking I'm on the recovery road, I'm in recovery, I'm recovering. Now, reflecting on my own journey, I realise how fortunate I was. And this wasn't really thought out particularly, but I held a deep belief that bulimia was temporary and not a part of my longer and bigger life. I absolutely believed that recovery was possible. And even in my darkest days, when I was tightly gripped with binging, purging, chaos in my emotions, and self-worth being rock bottom. So just having that belief and identity of being someone that was going to recover and come out the other side of this it enabled me to keep pursuing different avenues and exploring recovery roads, even when they hit dead ends again and again. Now, if you have pride in certain aspects of your identity, you'll be motivated as well to maintain habits associated with this. So this is when diet culture could be a toxic influence because you may want to recover from your eating disorder but you may feel proud of your restrictive eating when it's working or your ability to lose weight. And of course, if we have these deep-rooted beliefs, you know, it's gonna probably maintain the eating disorder because we're gonna keep pursuing behaviors that are kind of in line with feeling better about ourselves, feeling that pride. However, if you have pride in your ability to be flexible around food, to live a free and adventurous life, fulfilling your full potential, you will channel energy into forming habits that make this true. So true behavior change is really about identity change. So the goal is not just to stop binging, the goal is to be in a healthy relationship with food where you can lead your fullest life. The goal is not just to stop weighing yourself the goal is to value yourself holistically not just from the weighing scales you know from a spectrum of life areas in defining your worth through your relationships your hobbies your fun your career all those other things and while you're kind of creating these positive more helpful and constructive beliefs you might want to root out any old recovery beliefs that are holding you back and then probably making you self-sabotage. So, for example, if you believe on a deep level, I always fail when I try at recovery. Recovery just isn't possible for me. I can't do this. So if you're holding on to these deep beliefs that almost are part of your identity, you're so likely to self-sabotage because you won't feel worthy of recovery deep down. So instead of deciding the behaviors that you specifically want to change, decide the person you want to become. Then prove it to yourself with small wins. Okay, so you might not feel like that person yet. And so just to give you an example from my life, I have a deep-rooted belief that I'm just terrible at DIY and house maintenance and all of that. And that's something I really want to change. And I have been making active steps recently to prove to myself that actually, I can do these little jobs around the house. I can actually fix things when they break. I don't have to avoid things when they go wrong. I can be proactive and I can problem solve. And actually, as I'm starting to make those little small wins, I'm gradually creating an identity of someone who can deal with DIY, who's good at things around the house. But I'm going to have to do that again and again and again to really build roots for that belief. So I really fully change my identity. And it's the same as doing that in recovery. So I hope you've enjoyed this episode. Thank you so much for listening today. If you're not following me already do seek me out on instagram at the eating disorder therapist and for further support with your relationship with food and if you want to join my online course go to the eating disorder if you enjoyed this episode i would be so grateful if you'd follow rate and review as it helps it reach so many more listeners thank you so much for listening today and i look forward to sharing another podcast episode with you very soon